The Community Voice, podcast episode number one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of, well, a GSPN.TV podcast. Uh, Maybe not necessarily welcome back to this one, since it's brand new. Kind of caught myself off guard there. This is the Community Voice podcast of GSPN.TV. And in just a second, I'll tell you a little bit about what it is. And well, actually, kind of how I kind of just make up things as I go, uh, shooting from the hip here in the podcast studio. That's exactly what we're doing with this podcast. It really is not completely 100% clearly defined, although I will tell you that I have a, an understanding of where uh, the community wants to take this. And uh, just to give you a little bit of an introduction, and then I'm going to introduce my uh, uh, co-host for this first inaugural episode of The Community Voice. Uh, basically, what it is is a podcast that's going to be available for free. It's it's going to be one of those shows where every single episode is available for free in the free feed, and of course, plus members, you, you know, there, there'll be a plus feed for it as well. Uh, so you'll make sure that it shows up, and you're all inclusive and everything. But the idea here is that uh, it's basically going to be a montage and a collection and of the voice of the community. And we're focusing, of course, on bringing people in who are uh, at the height of what it means to be a part of the GSPN.TV community, the people who really make all of the content here happen. And, it, and that, that group of people are known as GSPN.TV Plus members. And I was working with a, a marketing consultant uh, recently who really helped us uh, really get a great perspective on where we're going with gspn.tv and how to define who we are and what we're all about and what we're doing. And uh, one of the things that uh, she suggested is to, you know, when we started talking about gspn.tv plus membership is to give those who are already plus members the opportunity to kind of put together the little promos for plus membership so that, so that people will be able to connect with real people who are also out there um, basically contributing and, and, and making this content happen and, and allowing Stephanie and I to focus on this full time as a career. And so, uh, you know, that's exactly what we are going to do. And uh, if you're a plus member and you'd like to be on the community voice, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at feedback at gspn.tv and we will schedule a time to either get with you on phone or via Skype. Either way works for me. Or if you live close enough, you can just drive into northern Kentucky and we'll bring you in the studio Uh, And we'd love to do it that way as well. But uh, my goal is to really let you guys know who is a part of the community. And today I'm going to not let there, I'm not going to monologue any further. I'm going to introduce to you uh, somebody who just recently, as of, well, uh, maybe 10 minutes ago, co-hosted with me on episode number 179 of the Weekly Lost Podcast. His name is Daryl Darnell. Daryl, welcome to the show. Hi, Cliff. It's a pleasure to be a part of this inaugural episode. And, well, it's it's a pleasure to have you as a part of it. Now, Daryl, you and I have not 
fully discussed what exactly we're going to discuss. And and I'm, I'm going to ask you if it's okay if I, I start things off by um, uh, maybe asking you if, your involvement uh, with Family from the Heart. Okay, sure. Is, is, that, uh, is that okay for you to discuss? That's completely okay. Okay. Um, Why don't you my- introduce that for us then? Sure. My, my uh, username on your forum and in your chat room is Mar Darrell. And that came about, actually, this is a funny story, maybe. Um, about 12 or 15 years ago, I led the worship for our youth group. And um, the, some of the students started calling me Mar Darrell because I work for a company called Mardell, and my name is Daryl. And so Mar Darrell kind of stuck, and, and I've used that as my nickname ever since. Um, I actually even own the domain Mardell.com. And um, so I work for Mardell. I'm the e-commerce director there, and we are a Christian and educational supply store, and we're based out of Oklahoma City. And I've been a listener of your podcasts for a few years now. The Weekly Lost podcast is what kind of introduced me to you and Stephanie originally, and then I discovered all the other content that you have available and have found several podcasts um, that I really enjoy. And we just launched our, our e-commerce initiative on Mardell um, back in March, and we were looking for opportunities to introduce people um, to our company um, outside of our states. We're in Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, Missouri, Colorado, and Arkansas, and we, we are now kind of reaching you know, worldwide and, and specifically focusing on the United States naturally. And we were looking for for folks that we could partner with who shared the same values as we do as a company, and we could we could hopefully be a benefit to one another. Um, and so, uh, you about that time you were talking about looking for sponsors for things, and so I took a look at the podcasts that you had, and we even spoke for a while about which podcasts would perhaps be a good candidate for sponsorship that especially would care carry forth the same values that we hold as a company. And really, family from the heart stuck out. Um, changing families uh, through a biblical worldview and making an impact on people is what Mardell is. We are a resource center to equip um, the whole person, the spiritual and intellectual needs of people. And we know that that's very much your vision as a podcaster and specifically with your Family from the Heart podcast. And so um, after some discussions with um, our company president and our marketing director, we all felt like it was a positive move um, to go forward and support uh, what you're doing there at gspn.tv and specifically uh, what you do, you and Stephanie do through the Family from the Heart podcast. And um, I think it's been a win for both of us. We've, we've introduced a lot of new folks to Mardell and we've hopefully equipped them with resources um, that are changing their lives and changing their marriages, changing their families, helping them be better and stronger financially, be better stewards, and, um, and also helping declutter was the last one you did. And, and mm-hmm. we helped a lot of people um, with the, uh, the getting rid of the clutter book that you guys went through. Absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, of course, whenever I get a, a good story of somebody who says, you know, hey, I, 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 I listen to your podcast. And, and one of the reasons I listen to Family from the Heart is because it's the, you know, it's one of the podcasts that you have where every episode's available for free and, and stuff like that. Because I, I personally, I just can't see myself paying for, for podcast content. It, it's just, it's just the furthest thing from my mind. And so, uh, you know, why not listen to the ones you have for free? 
And she she went on and on and talked about the story. And she she shared that she listened to our series that we did on the five love languages and hearing Stephanie and I uh, communicate in a way that maybe she's not heard before. And she said that she had purchased the book. Her and her husband actually sat down, went through the book together, and it's radically changed their marriage for the better. And she said that there was no doubt in her mind that immediately her their first decision was, we must become PLUS members. There's just no way we cannot support what they're doing. And... Uh, uh, whenever I get one of those emails, I try to forward those on to you as well so that your company can see that, you know, what's really awesome is, is this, this content, this sharing life online, um, is really making an impact. It is. And one of the things that 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 um, listener said in that email was that there was no price that you could put on the value of a marriage. And I couldn't agree more. I know you couldn't agree more. And I took that email and I read it in one of our staff meetings. And, and, you know, I got a little choked up when I was reading it because those are the things that matter most, impacting people's lives. And yes, we, we want to sell products and selling products is what keeps us in business and, and, you know, keeps food on all of our tables and stuff like that. But it's all secondary to our mission statement, which is equipping the whole person. And we are a resource center to do that. And when I read emails like that, you know, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. And it just makes me thank God because I feel like we're doing the right thing and uh, changing people's lives. It's a humbling thing. And it, it truly is one of those things that makes me love my job. I'm like you. I'm one of those few people who loves to, to go to work and I love my job. And it's, it's truly a blessing to, to partner with you guys on a, on a, on a monthly basis, basis by supporting the Family from the Heart podcast. Well, we, we certainly appreciate it. And, and I'm certainly thankful of, of a, you know, the loyal uh, community that we have, both those who are plus members and those who, you know, at this point in time just aren't able to, to afford it because of whatever reasons. Uh, it, it, I, I get emails from both uh, those who are plus members and those who aren't uh, who say that, you know, they do they go to Mardell.com instead of some of the other uh, typical places that they've gone online to purchase uh, books and CDs and stuff like that. Uh, now as a result of it. And so I, I'm, I'm very thankful. Uh, it, it, it was a, you know, a huge sigh of relief when uh, the six months of our contract came up and you guys renewed. It's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Because honestly, uh, you know, uh, sponsorship, uh, I, I, I definitely do not consider what you guys are doing as advertising. I, I really do fully understand the the concept of sponsorship versus advertising. But uh, regardless whether it's advertising or sponsorship in podcasting, it's not been uh, something that that has been well tested in every area and every market. And so uh, it, it was a it was a huge huge uh event when you know you guys looked at it and said you know here here's what here's what we've done and and what i thought was great is that um without giving me explicit details you took the zip codes of all the people who had purchased you know materials from mardell.com and where they were shipped to and you put it onto uh this uh, how how did you do this with google maps explain it because you'll probably explain it better than i do well, I have a little program. It's it's a website actually where you can uh, take people's addresses and plug them in, and it converts them over to longitude and latitude, and then saves them as a KML file, which is a file that's readable by Google Earth. And then you can take that 
and uh, plot them onto Google Earth. So what I gave you, like you said, was was just a zip codes. I didn't give you any any customer detail. Simply a zip code representation of where orders have come from, which also gives you a, an idea of of where folks are listening from, and to help show the effectiveness of your outreach and our partnership with you. Yeah, and so it, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was I was. I was relieved. I was shocked and relieved at the same time to to see the 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 percentage of people who were involved and and uh, what what I what I love the most is I'm starting to hear a lot of people say that they're repeat. But but so so I I wanted to introduce people to you know we talk at Family from the Heart quite a bit about our sponsorship uh, and why we love them so much and and uh, I, I I think this is a great story to share that you know that that story was a great story to share for this first community voice. Uh, episode so people know the quote unquote rest of the story how that came about so uh, it, it, it it couldn't have been better but let, let's talk a little bit more about Daryl so so Daryl what tell tell us about yourself oh uh, you don't want to bore people with my personal life I do uh, want to bore people with your personal <laughs> life well I, I live in the Oklahoma City area I've I've lived here most of my life. I lived in Texas for a few years. I've been with Mardell for um, over 14 years, be 15 years in September. Um, My beautiful wife and I met at Mardell actually. She worked in the education department and I was uh, the assistant manager and um, actually one of our customers said, you and Carrie should uh, go out sometime. And I was like, no, you know, I didn't really see her that way. I mean, she was an employee and, and, uh, in a way I was her boss. And, um, so we went out with a group of friends and, and one thing led to another. She kind of caught my eye. I thought, well, maybe I should ask her out. And, and so, um, asked her out. We went out for probably close to a year and a half. And the company asked me to relocate to Lubbock to help open a store out there. And I thought, Man, if I moved to Lubbock, uh, first off, I said I told them I, I told them no, and then they came back a while later and they said uh, this is when they they said uh, actually to move to Lubbock and open the store, and I said I'll 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 pray about it, which was my way of saying I'm going to tell you no, but I'm going to wait till later to do it, and but I did. I went home and I prayed about it and really felt like the Lord was was directing me to do that and uh, to become a manager with the company and to relocate to Lubbock, and so. I thought, I really like this girl. I don't want to leave her behind. Um, so I spoke with her parents and, and got their blessing for marriage. And May 15th of 99, we got married. We moved to Lubbock. Uh, we lived there for about a year. We moved to Wichita Falls, Texas, lived there for about two years. And then um, had an opportunity to to join the staff up here at, in Oklahoma City at the corporate office. And so we've been back in the Oklahoma City area um, ever since. I think that was 2002 or 2003. Gotcha. We've got two beautiful kids. Our son just turned four, and our daughter just turned six. Wow! So your hands are your hands are full. They are very full, and I'm very heavily involved with ministry at my church. I'm the worship leader at our church. I teach the college Sunday school class at our church, and I serve on a couple of ministry teams. Um, Plus, you know, I do this little thing called the Fringe Podcast, and so yeah, my <laughs> life is, is very, very full. So, so you, you're the worship leader at your church, uh, a worship pastor at your church. Uh, what? Are, I guess you play some instruments then. Yeah, we're a very small church, and so currently it's just me and my guitar. I'm not the world's greatest singer, and I'm definitely not the world's greatest guitar player. 
Um, but the Lord has just uh, used me as, as much as I'm willing to be used, he's willing to use me. And so he continues just to, to bless that. And, and, you know, we've got some, some folks that actually that have recently joined our church that are musically inclined. And so hopefully it won't be just me, and my guitar too, too much longer. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do. So how long have you been playing the guitar? When did you first pick it up? Well, I, I first picked it up because um, as I graduated high school, I accidentally joined a group of singers and I was actually just hanging out with them one day and they um, invited me to, to be a part of their quartet, which made it a quintet. And I had never sung before publicly and it was just one of those fluke things. And um, so we traveled around a little bit and then uh, we disbanded and I met up with a, another group of people and we traveled literally every weekend that I had off, which was every other weekend. And I thought, you know, I'd really like to have the ability to, to play an instrument while we're in the, in the van driving. And I thought the guitar is the, the best thing to do that with. So um, that was probably in like 98, 97, I started uh, picking up the guitar and I, I didn't really play it publicly to speak of for a few years. And I really only feel like in the last couple of years I've, I've gotten, you know, halfway decent. I really don't feel like I'm a very good guitar player. I just, you know, I'm just enough to get by probably. Gotcha. What other kind of hobbies are you involved in? Podcast, well, the podcasting, yeah. obviously. Podcast, yeah, I, I'm a nerd at heart. You know, anything geeky, computer related, uh, you know, I'm always you know, shopping for computers, even if I can't buy, I, I window shop computers and anything technology related. Um, I, I'm just a true geek at heart. So, um, but, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much my, my stuff there, church related stuff, family related stuff and the podcast. And, uh, and then I sleep a little bit from time to time. You do that too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I try to fit it in my schedule. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like you got a lot of the same passions that I, I do, obviously. Um, and, and probably one of the reasons uh, you connected with the content that we have here. Uh, so, so let me ask you, uh, uh, this is a personal question. Are you a Mac or a PC? I'm a PC guy, but I want a Mac. I just can't, I just can't bring myself to fork out the amount of money. We've had several people request that we do an enhanced podcast and I haven't found an easy way to do those on a PC. So, um, you know, I've been trying to talk my wife into saying, look, I need one for the podcast. You know, I got to do the enhanced podcast. Our listeners want it, you know, so I'm going to need to get a Mac for that. And she's like, um, no, you can just make <laughs> just continue on with the regular MP3 feed. And, and, uh, if they want to buy us a Mac, they can. Well, if this were the podcast answer man show, I would definitely give you my thoughts on that. But since it's not, we won't bore with the people with all the details. And I certainly won't steal your, your one bit of, uh, argument for your need for the Mac with your wife. So I'll keep my <laughs> mouth quiet. <laughs> it, it's not for a lack of desire that I, that I don't have a, a Mac. That's for sure. Have you ever used a Mac? Uh, I I would have to say no. I mean, yes, but it was back when I was a senior in high school. You know, most of the seniors got to be an aide. We, I was a very, very small school. I, I graduated with like 34, 36 people. And most of the seniors were an aide for some teacher at some point. And for some reason, I got stuck being the library aide in fourth period. And 
that was the year that we converted our entire library over to barcoding as as the system there instead of the uh, the catalog. It was going to a more computerized format. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the, really the last time I sat down and used a Mac on a regular basis, which that was like '94 was when I graduated. Um, occasionally, I'll jump on our. Um, I have a web designer, graphic artist that works with me for the for the website. Occasionally, I'll jump on his Mac, and of course, you know. He won't even touch a PC. That's how those guys are. Right. Uh, but no, I, not really. Nothing modern anyway. Gotcha. So let me ask you this. Do you remember your first computer? My first computer, well, my roommate had one when uh, we were friends in high school and then we roomed together in college for about five years, even after um, college. And so my first computer that... that I didn't technically own, but it was really involved with was his first computer, and it had a 210 megabyte hard drive. Um, I believe it had eight megs of RAM, a CD player. Um, the, it came with a printer that you had to swap out the ribbon for if you wanted it in color. It had like a three tone ribbon that you swapped out. And it was a dot matrix printer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was real nice. <laughs> So the the computer itself, um, do you remember? Was it like an XT model? Was it what, what operating system? Anything? Do you remember any of those details? It was a, it was a Pentium one, um, seventy five megahertz, and it it ran on Windows three point one one for work groups. Wow! And so that was your first experience with a computer. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I took a computing class in in high school, but again, we were a very small school. We didn't have a lot of resources, and so the and this is in ninety two and ninety three, I believe, is when I took my computing classes. I, I took computer uh, computer programming one and computer programming two, and we learned BASIC, oh, which yeah. was a outdated language by that time and so it was a lot of you know you type in your line number 10 space and then you you type in your little code and and you know go to a whole bunch of go to's and and all those sorts of things um none of the computers that we had in our computer lab had a hard drive and only two of them had a three and a half inch disc the rest of them were still on five and a quarter discs yeah that those were the good old days yeah yeah yeah, my, my first computer was a Commodore VIC-20, and to back up data, we had the cassette drive. Oh, sure. My grandparents had one of those. We used to play the video games. Um, Did you have Gorf? Uh, no. I, I, at first, I thought maybe, but no, I'm thinking of Zork. I used to play Zork a little bit, oh, okay. um, but I don't remember Gorf at all. Gorf was like a Space Invaders on steroids kind of game. <laughs> it, was, it was really awesome. So, uh, okay, um, let's see here. Technology, what, what kind of, what, what do you find yourself most interested in in technology? Is it gadgets? Is it uh, websites? Is it um, productivity tools on the net? What, what kind of technology interests you? I th- well, I think probably with the nature of my job, most of my interests are, are web-related and just the type of tools that are out there to help optimize and, and streamline uh, websites. When you think about the way that websites and, and the technology has, you know, when you think about, for example, Amazon, I don't know how much money they've pumped into their website. I'm sure it's in the millions of dollars because they've been in it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, what you can do with a website now, if you're starting from the ground up, when you think about applications like you use on your website, and I use on my website, and that's, a, that's an application called WordPress. And the power that is out there 
at the fingertips that it has such a small learning curve. I mean, I have a degree in a computer programming with visualbasic.net, and I don't even use most of my skills in that area because there's you know, there's so much so many applications that are web based tools that are so powerful um, that really they've brought the web down to such a uh, a a, um, a level that that the common man can get into. I mean, I was talking to a guy on our website the other night who just filmed uh, a movie that he wrote and directed and and all of that, and he was asking me, you know, hey, who built your website? And I'm like, well, I did. And he said, well, how can I, you know, do my website? I want to promote my movie and, and do all this stuff. And you know, he doesn't. I said, well, my first question was, do you know HTML? No, I don't know HTML. Okay, do you know anything about CSS? No, I don't know anything about CSS. Okay, that's fine. It would be better if you did, but even if you don't, we can still get you a long ways down the road with a very relatively small learning curve. And um, so those are the sorts of things that, that I, I really enjoy is just seeing how the development and you know software as a service and how you can you know Google and their apps with, with the documents. You use Google Calendar and Gmail and the way all that integrates. I mean, Microsoft Office is <laughs> they're in trouble because you've got Open Office and you've got Google Apps and uh, the other web-based um, technology that's out there. Uh, it's really amazing to me how all this is just becoming so easy to come by and available to the common person, uh, and you don't have to have a, a, a lot of um, math degrees and computing programming degrees to do what you need to do on on the web anymore. Very, very cool. Let me ask you about your involvement uh, with GSPN. You said you found us uh, either a year and a half, a couple years ago. Uh, do you remember how you came across GSPN? Wow, that's a good question. Um, you know, it was probably searching on iTunes or Google looking for lost podcasts, if I remember correctly. Um I know it was via the lost, the weekly lost podcast that I found you guys, but I don't recall specifically if it was through um, iTunes or not. But but it was definitely looking for some type of you know I loved lost so much. Um, where can I find people that are talking about it? Because um, I'm talking about it with my friends. I'm watching it every week, and that's not enough for me. I got to have more. And so it was through that desire to have more more conversation and more interaction with lost fans that I found you guys. Great. Uh, do you recall uh, what was the second podcast of GSPN that you listened to? Oh, good question. I th- I think it was probably uh, the podcast Answer Man. Um, I mean, just trying to think of the ones I listened to regularly, or probably the ones I've listened to originally, which was the Weekly Lost podcast, the podcast Answer Man. Of course, now you've got About the Church, which you didn't have that at the time, but I listened to that one every week. Family from the Heart, I listened to every week, but that one wasn't really going back then either. Um, so probably the podcast Answer Man, because it, it sounded like it was geeky to me, and, and that had an appeal to me. Very cool. Very cool. Let me ask you about your involvement in the community. Obviously, you interact with myself and my wife and and, and stuff like that. But who else do you interact with in the community at all? Uh, can, if I were to ask you, could you name uh, – f- I'm, I'm going to put you on, on the spot here. Can you, oh, no. can you name five other people in the gspn.tv community outside of anybody that co-hosts the show with us? Possibly. Um, Michaela and I, she's in the chat room right now, my warm Michaela. She and I are, are friends on Facebook um, strictly because of your community. Okay. Um, 
of course, Chef Mark. Everybody knows Chef Mark and, and Andrea. I, I don't feel like I should even claim those because they're so easy. <laughs> uh, beyond that, see, and this is the thing. I haven't been in your chat room a lot lately because I've been doing my own thing with the Fringe podcast. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's, that's okay. Yeah. What's that? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. I, maybe I should have said three, but uh, but <laughs> I, 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 it was just a question I have. And, and the thing is, is though, uh, what, what's amazing is that you. I mean, you have Michaela, which obviously she lives in Melbourne, Australia, right. uh, and so I, I think it's kind of neat that you're friends with her and exchange conversation and and stuff like that. And uh, you know, it's, uh, I love what I love about this is is connecting people from different parts of the world who would have never met each other otherwise. And all of a sudden they're sharing same pa- conversations around shared passions. And, and that's what I love about what we're doing. Uh, and of course, Chef Mark and Andrea, uh, great people and, and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sure we'll hear a lot of Chef Mark and Andrea and, and some other familiar names when I ask this questions uh, to people in the, in the future. Um, as far as, as the community is, it goes, let me ask you, what is your favorite ways um, or yeah, what are your some of the ways that you have interacted with the community uh, as far as some of the tools that we provide here? The the thing I've used the most is the chat room, and I haven't gotten in there nearly enough lately. I have a feeling when law starts back up, I'll I'll have to make time for it. Um, but I love the chat room because we're all in there having a conversation together, and there's nothing better than that. The forum is pretty good. I haven't posted a lot in there. Wayne Henderson and I had a, a post back and forth a wait, few wait, weeks. Wait, 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 wait a second. Who'd you say? Wayne Henderson. Wait, so I know, I there's there's four. I know, I, I forgot. And I <laughs> forgot because because he actually does another fringe podcast. Yeah. And I, I don't know how I forgot it. I'm sorry, Wayne. I forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so the forum is, is a good way to, to share ideas too, but it, you know you don't get the instant gratification and interaction like you do with the chat room. That's definitely my favorite thing. Gotcha, gotcha. That's that's why we integrated it into into our uh, French podcast community. I mean, if you go over and look at our place now, I took down my UStream window because we don't do that regularly like you do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our 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 chat area looks a lot like yours just because. I like what you do so much. I knew that it worked and I wanted to create that sense of community. And on Tuesday nights, we do the live chat as, as it's broadcasting live in every single time zone. I'm up until midnight until the show ends on the Pacific time zone chatting with, with uh, fringe fans. And that's all because of, of this, what I see you doing and just the, the relationships that are built and the whole coolness of it. I mean, talking with people around the world uh, about something that you all have in common is a, is a pretty cool thing. It is very cool, and and I appreciate you being a part of it. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor, and this will probably eventually be edited down into what I can play as as, uh, some promos for our gspn.tv plus membership. And uh, you can go on as long as you want. I can edit down later. You can be as brief as you want. I'm definitely not going to feed you any words. But um, the only thing I'm looking for is uh, an endorsement of Plus Membership and any benefits that you think that are associated with that. And if you want, just start by saying my name's Mardell. Say anything about yourself and why you think somebody should be a Plus member. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll see what I can do here. Uh, this is Mar Darrell, and I'm the host of The Fringe Podcast, and I love being a Plus member um, because it gives me the full access to all of the shows produced by gspn.tv. 
I don't know how Cliff and Stephanie find time to do all the podcasting that they do, but I can guarantee you that whatever your interest is, whatever your hobbies are, uh, whatever TV shows you're into, you're going to find something that you like from Cliff and Stephanie and their productions over here at gspn.tv. And join the community. They have a wonderful chat, a great forum, people who are very engaged, and they will become your friend because you'll listen to them, you'll connect with them on a very personal way because they're so transparent, they're real people, and uh, you'll find yourself being glad that you took the time to become a part of the community and uh, becoming a plus member. I, I really, it's, it's something that when I'm up for renewal again this year, uh, I'll become a plus member because uh, it's well worth the small investment that it is um, to become a plus member, to get all the content, to support what you and, and Stephanie do, to be able to say, here's someone who loves what they do. They, uh, actually enjoy what they're doing. They're good people. The, how can you not support that? How can you not be willing to support that? And so, absolutely, if you're not a Plus member, become a Plus member today. That is awesome. That, I, I, thank you so much. I got, you probably edit that down. <laughs> I, that one, that one, that, I think that one would probably be good just as it is. Well, well, Daryl, thank you so much, man. I, this is great. And you know what? The, the community voice... Uh, this came, I just want to give some credit where credit is due and I'm looking at, we have a, a section of the forum. Uh, this really, I don't know if I've actually ever made this publicly, uh, known to anybody outside of plus members. Uh, but one of, one of the many benefits, and, and I will say there are, are many benefits of plus membership, but one of the m- many benefits is the fact that there is a plus member only section of the forum. Uh, so th- I, I will tell you that plus members have been encouraged to try to stay in the public general section of the forum where everybody can see and have conversations there. But occasionally, some of the higher level, top level, behind the scenes kind of conversations do take place in this plus member only section that only shows up if I have you labeled as a plus member in the forum. And uh, Stephen Cross, uh, one of our gspn.tv plus members, uh, basically, or wait, actually, no, was it Stephen? Uh, no, it was Mari. Mari. Um, Mari wrote in the forum and uh, he says, uh, similar to Father Roderick's daily breakfast, how about a segment where plus members can contribute audio uh, regarding what's going on in their side of the world. An example uh, is I could report on the local fires raging in Southern California and then send it on, uh, let's see here, send it on the feedback line or as an MP3. Other contrib- uh, let's see, other contri- contributions, or let's see, other contributes? Anyway, uh, plus members get to hear, basically the idea is every, plus members get to hear each other. Eventually, you can place those into the main feed or whatever. The idea is to get a glimpse of what's going on in plus membership, what's going on in the lives of plus members. And uh, he basically really started the conversation in this plus member only section. And uh, then Carrie Cotter and uh, we have Stephen Cross and Richie from... Uh, where's Richie from? I think he's from the Netherlands and we had, uh, Mary Sokup and Brad S and a bunch of other people. We've just been talking on and on. And eventually we came up with the idea that, you know what? We want to launch a podcast. Uh, Daniel Cushman's been in this one as well, uh, to, to launch this podcast where the community can kind of take center stage, if you will, and, and, and be given the voice that they have. 
And um, I, I am very much looking forward to anybody who's a gspn.tv plus member. If you want to be on this show, uh, you can do it. If you want to talk via phone, if you want to talk via Skype, let me know. Just email me feedback at gspn.tv. If you want to just leave a voicemail for this show and one of our future episodes, all you have to do is call area code 859 795 4067. Again, that number 859-795-4067. Just say, hey, I'm leaving a a voicemail for the community voice and we will play that in an upcoming uh, episode as well. And and we really want to give you a voice. We really uh, want to make sure that people have the full opportunity to get to know other people. And and my goal is that you know twenty episodes into this podcast, will it be very easy for anybody on the twenty first episode when I say, "Hey, can you name five other GSPN TV Plus members?" You'll be able to at least know twenty uh, people, a uh, minimum of twenty people, as a result of listening to this podcast. But uh, my my feeling is that. Uh, this is going to be a fun show. Uh, there's already talk about some other folks uh, working together to even edit some future episodes and 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 help me along in production of this podcast. This is really uh, something I just I felt led to start and kick off tonight. Uh, but uh, the format of the show is, is is flexible. The idea is set in stone. It, it's to give a voice to the community, and uh, so that's what we're here for. And Daryl, thank you very much for being a part of this inaugural episode. It, it's been a pleasure to have you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. All right, folks, we will be back soon with another episode of The Community Voice. Uh, Make sure that you tell everybody else in the community that you know, hey, did you hear about the new podcast? Uh, And uh, make sure that if you're a Plus member, you let me know that you want to be on the show. We'll we'll set it up. Talk to you soon. God bless. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.